Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Bannikaram here to announce a new season of our show in retrospect. Which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart. From the dethroning of the first black Miss America to the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan-loving Golden Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. We're going to get to so much more about the FBI and the House and elections and Newsom and emails and all these other things. In fact, I have something I need to address here really quickly. But before I even get to that, I have to own up to a promise I made to you last night. I don't know. I don't know why we were going off on a tangent. We were talking about heroism and Medal of Honor Monday came up and we were talking about how there are so many incredible acts of heroism that are not recognized with medals of honor for various reasons. And I brought up John Yancey. Most people have never even heard of this man's name. They don't know who he is. Every single American should know who John Yancey is. Would you like to hear a little bit of story, a little story about John Yancey? Okay. Well, I have just a couple portions of a book I know this is probably terrible radio, probably never supposed to do this. I'll probably get in trouble again, but I'm going to read something for you. More than one page, too. Don't worry, you'll enjoy it. And the book, this is from the book, one of the great books I've ever read, especially if you're into warfare books. The book is called On Desperate Ground 
by Hampton Sides. In fact, do yourself a favor and go buy everything Hampton Sides has ever written. It's all incredible. But this one's called On Desperate Ground. And this is a book about the war in Korea. Frozen, Chosen, all these things. Okay, so we have a bunch of guys. All you need to know about the situation leading up to this is they have a lot of them and not very many of us, and our guys are surrounded. It's like 60 below zero to the point guys are having to pee on the barrels of their guns to make sure they fire. Guys are dying from frostbite. Chinese uh, commies are overrunning our positions. It is a living hell. It is a living hell. I'll never forget. I watched a Korean documentary one time. And some guy, he was re- recalling what he went through. I think this is on Amazon. I think it might still be on Amazon. But the guy is crying in the interview. And he said, I just remember praying to God. And all I asked him was that I get to see the sunrise one more time. That was his prayer. That's the kind of setup that we're going into here. But this is about, this is a human being. I want you to remember as I read this for you, this human being did not ever get a Medal of Honor. And this is the end of his military career, a career that began in World War II behind enemy lines in Guadalcanal and Saipan, killing Japanese soldiers in hand-to-hand combat. That's John Yancey, who you've never heard of. Now let the reading begin. The next assault began around 3 a.m. By the way, Yancey is in charge of this platoon, and the platoon's job is to hold a hill. The Chinese keep assaulting the hill. All right, anyway. The Chinese must have sensed that Yancey's platoon, indeed all of Easy Company, was at the breaking point. They attacked with ferocity. One wave struck, and then another, and then another still. Private James Gallagher hammered away with his machine gun, and Robinson proved lethal with his bar. Yancey made a perfect target, stomping around in the garish light of the flares, barking orders. The corpsmen kept trying to stop him and treat his wounds, but he wouldn't rest long enough to submit. By the way, in case you're wondering which wounds, I've skipped over a bunch of this. By now, John Yancey's already been shot in the face by a sniper rifle. The bullet lodged in his nose, and he reached up and tore the bullet out of his nose and kept going. All right, back to the book. On the hillside, the Chinese bodies were hurled like matchsticks. Hundreds of them were sprawled in the snow, frozen solid in weird contortions. But the Chinese replacements kept stepping forward as though churned from an assembly line. Yancey knew he was running out of men. He kept tightening his his perimeter, concentrating his fire. He had lost more than 50 dead and wounded and had no idea if help was on the way. He was incommunicado. The Chinese had severed his phone lines and his radio had been smashed beyond repair. Alarmed by the breach in the line, he pulled together a group of nine guys for a counterattack, barking, Marines, follow me. Robinson was at his side, but no one else followed. They too were scared. They were too scared or too addled by shelling to budge. Yancey flew into a range. Gung ho, you cowardly! B- it starts with a B. I'm not going to say it. I said, "Follow me." Finally, he got them moving, and they plugged a hole in the line. In the midst of this action, a Chinese attacker, armed with a Thompson sh- submachine gun, moved in close and squeezed a burst into Yancey's face. One of the bullets entered Yancey's cheek, 
just below his eye and angled down through his sinus cavities, coming to rest in the back of his neck near the base of his skull. Luckily, it had missed his spine, but along the way, the projectile had fractured his cheekbone, jarring loose numerous teeth and dislocating his jaw. Worst of all, the bullet pried Yancey's right eye from its socket. The ball, dangling by a cord of nerves and fibers, rested high on his cheekbone. Still with me? Don't worry, I'm almost done. Keep in mind, this human being, as I finish this story, did not have a Medal of Honor. Does not to this day. Yet somehow Yancey was still functioning. He picked himself up from the snow and with his good eye spied his assailant reloading his Thompson. Reflexively, Yancey snatched his forty-five pistol from its holster, a weapon he'd taken off a dead Japanese officer eight years before at Guadalcanal, and fired two rounds into the enemy's abdomen, killing him. Then Yancey, horrified but not knowing what else to do, cradled his eyeball and gently mashed it back into his ragged hole. Eventually, Yancey's platoon, having taken 90% casualties, eventually they were relieved the next day. Yancey had lost so much blood that once they had been relieved, he promptly passed out in the snow. That human being... And I left off parts of the story. I could have read pages and pages and pages of it. That human being does not have a Medal of Honor. Remember this when we talk, when it comes to war heroes, when it comes to the great deeds great men have done. These stories are stories not only we should read, we must read them. And we must read them to our children to the next generation. This is what you aspire to be. When I talk to my sons about stories like this, look, I know they're just boys, but if you give them something to aspire to, you just might be shocked when they turn out that way. I, um, I've had a chance to talk to more than one Medal of Honor recipient in my life. And just because I'm curious about them, I, I know I'm not that, but, you know, want to be like every other dude, right? I want to I wanna be that. And almost every single one of them to a man, because I asked them, why? How, how did you turn into this? And they're always very humble, so you have to pry a little bit. How did you ever become the kind of guy who charges a machine gun nest on behalf of your friends? Almost every one of them to a man has talked to me about their parents and the influences they had in their lives. They talked to me about a mother or father sitting them down at, at various times in their lives and telling them, you do the right thing. You be brave. You stand up to bullies. You fight the good fight even when you lose. Little things that sound almost corny when you bring them up now. Almost like, oh gosh, here we go again. Kids take these lessons, you teach them, and they write these lessons on their hearts. And then, if, I mean, I hope they never are, if they're ever put in a situation one day where it looks dire, 
you might just be shocked when those hearts come out. We need to talk more about heroes, about the greats, about men who do things ridiculously brave. I need I need to talk more about it. You need to talk more about it. And not just with kids, right? With with other adults, not just with your kids. You can discuss are you a teacher? Discuss it with your class. It's not not partisan, it's not political. You know, maybe you should leave out the part depending on the age of the kids of them grabbing eyeballs and smashing it back in their heads, but these are the men we need to talk about. And again, I just want to save everyone the trouble because whenever I give out a book recommendation, I realize people kind of listen halfway sometimes. On Desperate Ground is the name of the book, all right? On Desperate Ground. But look, there are a million books out there by a million authors. This is why we need to read. Now, before we dig into this Israel bill, there is something I need to address. Someone's mad at me. And I'm going to be very honest with them about it. Before we get to there, let's do this. Let's talk about, well, let's talk about food. Let's talk about the fact that our supply systems are on shaky ground, to put it mildly. You see, burger costs six six bucks a pound, and it's not just because of inflation. They have steadily and surely destroyed various choke points that were necessary in our supply systems. When calamity comes, whenever that day is, the grocery store ain't going to be open. Do you have an emergency three-month food kit? Are you going to be eating grass in the backyard? Most people do not have three months' worth of food in their home. You need to. Everyone who lives in your home needs one. My Patriot Supply That's their specialty, three-month food kits. They have them prepped, ready to go. Go get one. Preparewithjessikelly.com is where you do it. Preparewithjessikelly.com. We'll be back. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday. Don't forget, you can email me, jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Love, hate, death threats, all are welcome. I'm going to actually get to a bunch of those tonight. In fact, I need to address this one really quickly here before we move on to some other things. I apparently blocked some guy on social media, which I'm not hardly ever on social media, but I apparently blocked some guy and he wrote in and he said, wow, I can't believe I bought your book and listened to your show and then find out you blocked me on Twitter all because I asked you uh, Republican influencers to come clean and either support a candidate instead of beep footing around to your listeners. Didn't even trash you. You're no better than the communist leftists you talk about. Enjoy the one-star rating I gave your book, you thin-skinned wiener. <laughs> okay, well, first of all, on a light note, let's, let's, let's keep it light for a moment. <clears throat> I have a policy in my own life. Now, I am not here to tell you that I'm correct. I am not. I am here to tell you, though, I look around at all the people in my life who don't 
do what I do, and they all look much more stressed and miserable than me. So here's what I do. I cut people out of my life the second, the millisecond, they take more than they give. If you are a net negative on my life, gone. Like that. Like it's nothing. Period. End of story. You uh, are more than welcome to, as you know, criticize me or do anything like that. It's fine. It doesn't bother me. But you better have contributed something meaningful to me or gone. End. End of story. I will cut people out like that. And I watch people in my life who don't. They'll let people hang on and hang on and hang on. And they end up so freaking miserable about it because they can't let go. In fact, we're going to talk about Zelensky here in a moment, actually along these same lines. Just stay with me for a second. So you can take it personally or not. I'm not here to tell you don't take it personally. You can take it personally or not. I don't give a crap. You annoyed me, and therefore you left. Now let's talk about either support a candidate and stop mussing around and don't do... Now let's talk about this. And I feel like I owe this to everybody on the show. Everybody who listens to the show, I feel like I owe them this because the future of the show is not going to change. Here's the truth. I've been very honest with you about who I'm voting for in the primary, why I'm voting for them in the primary. I've repeated this 8,000 times. But if you are ever looking for this show to turn into campaign star, a campaign headquarters for your favorite candidate, whoever that may be, you need to change the dial now. I don't wave pom-poms for your candidate. I tell you who I'm voting for. I always will. I always have. I tell you why. Didn't dance around anything. Here's something that's an absolute fact, and this is going to apply to you in your life. Maybe not in the exact same, not maybe not to the same degree it applies to mine, but it will apply to your life, and this goes back to cutting people off. When you have something, whatever it may be, maybe you have a, a great home, maybe you're a school teacher, maybe when you have something other people can use to their advantage, they will use it without end until you are empty and have nothing left. For me, or uh, you know what? I'll tell you this. For my wife, she's the nicest person in the world, and she will, it's not that she'll do anything for you, she'll proactively make your life better. Just, she is a freaking saint in that way. And she has had to learn to guard herself because people all around her know that, and they'll take advantage of it. For instance, she, if it's your birthday, she will throw you the best party you've ever seen in your life. She's handcrafting little things. She's lining up music. I, I'm talking all in. I don't mean buying a card. All in. 
Guess who everybody in her life calls when they're about to have a birthday? My wife. Even people who aren't that close to her. Hey, I'm having a birthday. Would love it if you would host or something like that. She's had to learn. Cut them off. You political campaigns listening right now, all of you, everyone, every single one, including your favorite one, every one of you, I have no doubt that you would love it if I would sit here for three hours every night and campaign on behalf of your guy and then trash on the other guy. This show is not your campaign headquarters. And if your campaign isn't going the way you want, don't think that Daddy Jesse's going to throw you a life raft ever because it's never going to happen. All right? Savvy? Glad we got through that. Let's move on, shall we? I don't, by the way, I don't even know whose candidate this guy was. I don't even know, I don't even know what he's yelling about, but whoever you are, goodbye. Now, here's something else I do in my life. After I cut people off, if they've aggravated me, I go practice with my Mantis X system. Why? Because practicing eases my stress. There are two things, two healthy things I've found, because I found all the other unhealthy things. There are two things I've found that ease the stress in my life. I either work out or I practice with my weapon. Mantis X, it allows me to do that without having to drive to the range right when I get off of work. I can just go right home, see the wife, kids, dinner, maybe put everybody to bed. Right there in the living room, I practice with my weapon. Mantis X attaches to your weapon. You do not need ammo. You dry fire practice in the comfort of your home, getting feedback getting put through drills and not only will you get faster and deadlier you might just find yourself with less stress and having fun go to mantisx.com and get one trust me it's a stress reliever mantisx.com hang on he doesn't care if you believe him but he's right jesse kelly Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, retro fans. Are we going with that? I think we are. Okay, hi. It's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett. And Susie Vanacarum. Here to share that there's more in retrospect coming. Susie and I have put together a whole new collection of episodes about the pop culture moments we all love and love to pick apart. We'll dive into the nuance behind real life controversies like the dramatic dethroning of the first black Miss America. We'll also explore the real world impacts of the fictional characters we all grew up on. From four Kaftan loving Golden Girls to one wildly demanding boss and even a cringeworthy group of teenage virgins and one hot mom. There are many more topics, moments, people, and things that shaped us and the way we think. 
We've got all that and a whole lot more on the new season of In Retrospect. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's do another thing here about uh, how the system works before we get to emails and Taco Bell breakfast and other much important things, how the system works. Remember yesterday we were talking because that murderous nutball demon tranny from Nashville that killed a bunch of Christian kids, their manifesto came out, or at least part of it. And surprise, surprise, it's a bunch of anti-white, anti-Christian, anti-privilege, a bunch of, you know, standard stuff. All stuff that has been encouraged over and over and over again by the various parts of the system in this country. And we won't ignore what our intelligence agencies have determined to be the most lethal terrorist threat to the homeland today. White supremacy is terrorism. How did the system respond? You saw, we talked about it last night, more evil than the actual tranny killer itself was the law enforcement agencies from the FBI to Tennessee to Nashville itself locking arms and either denying the existence of it or denying the validity of it or doing the no comment thing. All the law enforcement agencies that hit it, you see, they're more evil than the tranny killer because they can end the country. The tranny killer can kill some people for sure. The FBI can end the United States of America. The FBI is more evil than the tranny killer. Now, what are they doing? Well, the system now, now that it's out there, now that it's confirmed, now they can't put that genie back in the lamp, right? The genie doesn't go back in the lamp. So they have to do a couple different things. One, the system has to make sure that this kind of leak doesn't happen again. The Nashville police chief, he not only slammed the release of the manifesto, he vowed an endless investigation until the leaker was found. You see, no proactive measures to take care of the Christian kids. No proactive measures to take care of or to address the LGBTQ violence in this country, the endless street communist violence. No, the real enemy is the leaker. 
That's one. Two. Even the local news got in on it. Crowder admits he is biased and believes he was right to release the writings. Crowder is no stranger to controversy. He's been accused of homophobia, misogyny, and racism. He has remained defiant in the wake of these criticisms and steadfast in his beliefs, including that it's taken too long for Metro Police to release the Covenant shooter's writings. Mm -hmm. Even the local news. Well, the guy who released it's biased. Now, let's have a chat about the bias and the bias of the system. There are two wonderful stories out and this more than any, this is a message to everybody. Let's say this is a, a, an excellent message for the church as well. Two stories out. One, you know the FBI recruits, right? They recruit. You know their latest event they recruited at? North Carolina? They recruited at a pride event. Remember remember when the FBI got caught from their Richmond field office with a memo outlining how they were going to infiltrate your church with informants? Do you think do you think the new recruits they're going to acquire at the Pride event do you think they will be willing participants to enter the pews of your church? and find reasons to shut them down, arrest your pastors, so on and so forth. Do you think that's a good place for them to recruit? And I'd like to combine that with this. This is the latest and greatest out there. The United States of America, this is from the Epic Times, spent $4.1 billion of your money on global LGBT initiatives. What is the lesson you should take from this? Well, well, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. The Saudi Arabian government, did you know that they fund roughly, this is rough, 90% of the expenses for Islam around the world? They have a state religion and they spread it and they fund it internationally. Your country has a state religion, too. doesn't matter what your beliefs are, whether you're Christian, atheist, Catholic, Jewish, Muslim. I don't care what your beliefs are. It doesn't matter what mine are. The country has a religion. You can tell because people who have religions desire to spread their religion. That's really the truest test of one. They want others to follow it, obviously, and nations, when they have religions, they spread those religions far and wide, whether it's French missionaries in Africa or something, or German missionaries in China, or American missionaries in South America, the way it used to be. Religions are supposed to be spread. Your state, you can tell what your state religion is by what religion they're spreading around the world. Here in the U.S. of gay, we have a religion. And it ain't yours. And we are funding it internationally. And, and this is probably the most important part, very similar to the government of Saudi Arabia, our state, they're not going to tolerate other religions. You see, not a whole lot of Christian churches, Jewish synagogues sprouting up around Mecca, are they? Probably, let's start with zero. Now, why aren't there? 
because they have a state religion. We do too. For the purposes of our conversation, I want you to understand that the FBI intends to enforce our state religion, as all states do. That's a big reason why they covered up for the tranny killer. The tranny killer was a devout follower of the United States of America's new religion. Here in the U.S. of gay, she got extra protections you don't get. Your church gets infiltrated, trannies get protected. That's how it works when your state has a religion. It's very comfortable when you have a state religion to be on the side of that state religion. If you find yourself on the opposite side of that state religion, well, you find yourself burned at the stake. Maybe that sounds drastic. I'm going to play him again. I'm going to let it go this time. Do you think, what do you think, Elvis Chan? What do you think this FBI special agent, what do you think he thinks about, oh, I don't know, that sermon you heard in church on Sunday? I was very involved. Our field office, FBI San Francisco, was very involved in helping to protect the U.S. elections in 2020. And I think we can all agree, or I think many of us can agree, that it was a very safe election, that there was no malign foreign influence. There was mostly not uh, voter fraud, despite what you hear on, on different outlets. Even though uh, foreign actors were trying to interfere in our elections, the FBI, the U.S. government, working in... What do you think? What do you think he thinks about your belief system? If they told Elvis Chan, Special Agent Elvis Chan, if they told him to go arrest your pastor because your pastor got up and gave a sermon, oh, I don't know, on the Ten Commandments this last Sunday, and he was going through all that, do not steal, do not commit murder. If he was told to go arrest that pastor, do you think Elvis Chan would say, you know what, I can't do it. Sorry, it's against, it's, it would be wrong. It's not constitutional here in America. Or do you think he would wholeheartedly do it on behalf of his religion? Yeah. Just something to keep in mind. We're going to talk about the GOP Israel aid bill that passed. Probably offend a bunch of people with that in just a moment. And then we'll get to some emails and other things. Now, we have to fight back against the evil in this country. We do. How do we do that, though? Well, there are a bunch of different ways. Become local activists, so on and so forth. But making sure we are being pro-life with our actual money, our time, that's being pro-life when it matters. That's actually practicing something. That's faith that matters. It's not enough to say, I'm pro-life. What are you doing to save those lives? Preborn is out there giving free ultrasounds to women who have decided to have an abortion. That means that baby practically already has a knife to its throat. Preborn steps in and says, hey, how about a free ultrasound instead? The vast majority of the time, if they can get her in there and get her that ultrasound, she chooses life. She hears the heartbeat. She chooses life. Your $28 is what does it. That buys the ultrasound. 140 buys five of them. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Go save a life tonight, all right? Preborn.com slash Jesse. 
sponsored by Preborn. I will discuss the GOP Israel aid bill next. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. Now let's discuss something I have mixed emotions about. Headline is this. The GOP-led House passes Israel aid, setting up a clash with the Senate. It essentially passed along party lines. Thomas Massey, Marjorie Taylor Greene, a couple Republicans voted against it. What is it? It's $14 billion in change to Israel. It's offset with cuts to the IRS. All right? $14 billion to Israel. Cuts to the IRS. Okay, you with me? All right. Now, let's discuss my mixed emotions on this. And... Probably to give away the game here, I did some text messaging today when this thing came out. I will not give you names. I, pri- private is private. I'm one of the last people on this planet who keeps a secret. Private is private, but these are sitting members of the United States House of Representatives I was talking to today. And I said, hey, just you and me talking here. I want to know about this bill that passed. Is this a bill that's for Israel or is this a bill to wrong foot Democrats with their Jewish voters? And every one of them, there were four, every one of them responded kind of both, a bit of both. I didn't get any real emphatic answers, but it was all kind of both. It's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. Now, Let's start with the back end first, the wrong footing of Democrats. We are in a game of politics here, and the stakes are high. And it is important. I know you're not supposed to talk like this with nursery rhyme conservatism. That's against my principles, guys. But I know we are competing, and we want to defeat them. We want to win, and we want them to lose, right? That We want to win, we want them to lose. And it is very, very true. Democrats in this country are in a crisis level situation because of the tightrope they can't possibly walk with their Jewish supporters at home and their Muslim supporters at home. It's it's why they keep giving answers like this. Here's the newest one. This is Biden's deputy campaign manager. The rhetoric that is coming out from some base voters, people who are saying that they don't like the response um, that they've seen from the Biden-Harris White House on this issue. Look, Simone, first of all, I want to really take a moment and and sort of acknowledge that, you know, what we're seeing uh, in the Middle East um, is horrific. Uh, I also think we have to acknowledge that multiple things can be true, right? Uh, On one hand, um, Mm -hmm. you see that uh, Hamas uh, had a a terrorist attack on Israel. Israel has the right to defend itself, uh, but the way in which they defend themselves here um the president has also called for uh you're hearing all this you're hearing all that i'm going to rewind it just real quick not all of it but just a little bit when i rewind it i want you want you to listen for it remember we talked about this before um uh um uh uh um um walking that tightrope looking for the right humanitarian 
Uh, I also think we have to acknowledge that multiple things can be true, right? Uh, on one hand, um, you see that uh, Hamas uh, had a, a terrorist attack on Israel. Israel has the right to defend itself, uh, but the way in which they defend themselves uh, is very critical here. Um, the president has also called for uh, humanitarian pauses and humanitarian aid into Gaza. He's doubled down on the fact, both him and the vice president, that the fact that anti-Semitism, Islamophobia has no place. Yeah. They're in trouble. Here's Cory Booker. The audio is a little rough because the booing at his own campaign event is so loud. Cory Booker said something pro-Israel at his campaign event. Here's how the base of the Democratic Party received it. There are so many places in our country right now where people want to make sure that we have. This is what makes America great. The power to protest, the power to have free speech, the power of America. Mm, That got uncomfortable, didn't it? Now, what do I mean by wrong foot Democrats? Well, Democrats in the Senate, the White House has already said we're going to veto it. Democrats in the Senate, no, this bill is a no-go. It does put Democrats in quite a bind with their Jewish supporters. Remember, Jewish support is a key voting block for Democrats in this country. Two-thirds of Jews vote Democrat. They are huge financiers of the Democrat Party. Democrats need to be on good footing with Jews in the United States of America. By forcing Democrats in the Senate and possibly even the White House, to say, no, Israel aid, screw that. It is a good political maneuver. It is. And let's pause on that for a moment. I, I touched on it a second ago, but maybe those this kind of talk makes you uncomfortable. I, and I'm not, not being insulting. I'm talking about maneuvering and scheming. And why can't this just be honest? And let's just do this. And let's make sure everything's done straight up and down and the right way. And look, that's really naive. That's nursery rhyme conservatism. And that's not how life actually works. We are going to have to be different if we're going to actually fight back against this system and win. We're going to have to fight in ways that make you uncomfortable, that make me uncomfortable. I and you Well, wait a minute, you and I, whatever. Anyway, we both need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So, on that foot, okay, I'm down with it. Let's cost Democrats some elections here. Today's a really important election day. Maybe there are a bunch of Jews that are switching their votes to Republicans today. Maybe this will make a big difference. Okay, I'm all down with strategy. I'm all about winning. I am. At the same time, I told you I had mixed emotions. I have other concerns. I'll get to them in a second. But look, again, we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And especially, look, if you're a dude and you're sitting there saying, Jesse, that's not who we are. All you need is a male vitality stat from Chalk. Because look, if you've ever uttered the words, that's not who we are, that is maybe the leading symptom of low T. That means your testosterone levels are way too low. And that's normal. Remember, estrogens are in the waters, they're in the plastics, they're everywhere. You need to get your T levels up, and you don't need to go down to the local clinic and get shots in your arm. My gosh, come on. 
You know that's horrible for you. Natural herbal supplements from Chalk. And did I mention Chalk has a new product that I take with my male vitality stack called Chad Mode. It's a natural caffeine pre-workout type thing. You ready to take off like rocket fuel on the day? Go to Chalk.com. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code JESSE. Get your male vitality stack. Get your female vitality stack. I'll give you my other side of the mixed devotions. Next. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Bannekarum, here to announce a new season of our show, In Retrospect. Which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart. From the dethroning of the first black Miss America. To the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan-loving Golden Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.